Hey, Herostites and Nighters, and thank you for joining me today on our second episode of Abolitionism Ed. Weather has been really cold recently, and to be honest, I love it. Most of you may sound puzzled, but honestly, I love the cold. I can still appreciate the warm season, but still prefer the little breeze there and there. Did you know that our everyday car population is estimated to mostly be made out of electric cars by 2030? 52% actually. President Biden even wants electric vehicles to make up half of US auto sales by 2030. General Motors themselves even said that they will only make electric cars by 2035. What do you prefer? Do you like gas-powered cars or are you part of the Go Green movement? In this episode, we'll be discussing abolitionists, more specifically, women abolitionists, and how through their efforts, slavery was abolished. But before we dive into any of that, who and what the heck is an abolitionist? Abolitionists were individuals who wanted to eliminate or abolish, hence the name, slavery during the 19th century. Both men and women joined the abolitionist movement to aid in enacting freedom towards the enslaved. When we discuss abolitionists, there is a reason women abolitionists stand out. As active as they were in these movements, the idea of women partaking in social organized reforms were considered very foreign at the time. It is not a shock to us that women were stereotyped to only attend to household duties, so when some were able to prevail through the society health standard, it definitely opens up interesting conversation in hopes of inspiration. And when I say people did not support women speaking up and participating in these reform movements, I really mean it. They were absolutely mocked. British reformer Francis Wright spoke up against and tarnished ideology of slavery, but was humiliated through an artist's version of her through her, their cartoon. She was given a duck head in her speech in the artist's expression that women at the time should not give speeches and they should not be taken seriously to, by the public. Another historical figure was Harriet Tubman. She was an African-American women abolitionist after being put into slavery at just five years old. Wow. Fun fact, she actually showed resistance at age 12 when she protected an enslaved man who was trying to escape but was struck in the head by their owner with a two pound weight, which left her with countless headaches in her lifetime. She became an abolitionist when she escaped slavery in the South right before the American Civil War and led hundreds of slaves to freedom in the North after the American Civil War with the use of the underground railroad system. However, they aren't the only significant individuals of this time. Today, we are joined by a fellow student, guest, and friend, Leonardo Finzi, who will be discussing Abby Foster Kelly. Welcome, man. having me. When the Great Awakening began, more Americans began to join churches regularly. This led to many women who weren't allowed to work outside the home, joining and becoming avid members of their churches since they had the time to. These churches were breeding grounds for new ideas and more, more women began to, to join the abolitionist movement. 
these abolitionists were able to reflect on the American Revolution a generation prior and notice the hypocrisy of America. How could we fight a war against tyranny for freedom, yet still have slavery as our main economic drive? This inspired many women to rise to abolitionist fame, including Abby Kelly. Born in 1811 as a Quaker, Kelly was used to the progressive nature of the movement's ideas, since Quakers were against the enslavement of human beings. She was incredibly educated, and later passed on her education as a teacher. But once she was heavily involved in the abolitionist movement, she gave up her career to be more heavily involved in the fight against slavery. She joined the Anti-Slavery Society and was an important member, speaking at conventions and organizing fundraisers. Through her speeches, she implored other women to fight with her, both for abolitionism and suffrage. Although she was not the only female abolitionist, Abby Kelly was one of the most prominent. Other women did similar things to her by organizing protests and spreading awareness however they could. Without these women, the movement, the movement might not have become as important to American history as it was. Their courage to speak for what is right is truly inspiring. Thank you for that, man. It was very well said. Pleasure to have you. Women abolitionists were able to find their voice in this crowded time. Women formed their own anti-slavery society, as mentioned by Leo, so that they could actively participate and not really be concerned by people declining them of that right. Activists held conventions and campaigned for legal changes. Through everyone's efforts, the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, was passed. It went through the Senate on April 4, 1864, and passed through the House of Representatives on January 31, 1865. On February 1, 1865, United States President Abraham Lincoln approved the proposed amendment. As complicated as this process was, it was very much needed. From there, that is going to conclude our second episode here on Abolitionism and Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Also, big shout out and thank you to Leonardo Finzi for joining me on this podcast episode. You can check out his details in the podcast description. Side note, are you interested in food? Check out Spoonable Standpoint podcast casted by Leonardo himself and French Charlene who discuss your favorite food and more. Their details will also be in the description. This is Ryan, your host from Abolitionism at Podcast from Townsend Harris High School, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.